Oh, sweet son of a bitch, is that better? Oh, I was so lost without it. Dave was so mad he left. What the fuck is up, Balder? Uh, we wanted to come out on time. That's our choice. We would rather... I retweeted a picture of a possum just now, and a guy was like, get the fuck out here. Quit tweeting possum pictures. But uh, you guys were in line to buy booze, so what can we do? We wait. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. It's so. your fault. Yep. Never our fault. It's on you. Never, yeah. It's never our fault, and if it's between Dave and I, it's never his fault. So the pattern is clear. It's never my fault. Um, but, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming out. Let's fucking party. We, uh, Dave and I have prepared a hell of a story for you tonight. Uh, you're going to love this one. We work pretty hard, and, um, and a lot of people... Shut the fuck up. A lot of people wonder if I ever know the subject, and I do. And Dave and I take about two, three weeks of intense rehearsal, and we write the script, and we find it together. And, uh, and this one's a banger. We got some accents. We got some jaunts. We got a rhyme or two. <laughs> and yes, there'll be some cuss words. Yeah, you just got to do that really quick because I'm changing some out. All right. Do you want to rehearse it. it again? No, I just... Should we go through the cue to cue? I just switched topics. You switched topics just now? Yeah. Well, the intense rehearsals that we went through is probably... That's well, you great. said you were acting like you knew everything, so I switched topics. I don't think you're allowed to do that. You guys, thank you for masking. There's a surge right now, even though they're not saying it, but all the... Testing says there is, so if you didn't, if you didn't, get, if you didn't wear a mask, some of you would be walking out of a COVID tonight. Like we almost did on a s Saturday, we had a show. A Friday. Friday. The and memory the guy, goes after you've had it that many times. And the guy, the, guy, the guy that's helping us out in the theater is like coughing and totally sick, and uh, we had him in a mask, and we were in masks, but then the day after, he's like, oh, fuck, I tested, I have COVID. We're like, yeah, no shit, fuck nuts. Uh, so we wouldn't be here if we weren't masking, so... Yeah, masking's yeah. good. It's good. He passed away. Also, you can commit crimes easier, a lot easier. Yeah. A lot. Listen to us. Easier. We live in the era of the electronic checkout where you can wear masks. You should be stealing a lot of stuff from Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, Vons, whatever your yeah. grocer is. Constantly. You should always be stealing. What you want to do is you want to have some stuff paid for and leave some stuff in the bag. You steal. Yes. And you go, oh, my God, I didn't realize that I had all that expensive olive oil at the bottom of that bag. Olive oil is a great thing to steal. It's very great. expensive. The dollop is brought to you in part by Squarespace. Yes, Dave. Gareth, you ask me all the time what is Squarespace because you still don't know. Squarespace yeah, it's is weird because my website is with it, and I'm like, what is it? It's I, an organization of family of mine. It's not, Gareth. What it is is it's a all-in-one domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics. They do it all, and they're a band. And they're a band. And they're also a family that lives out in the prairie. Nice. 
So uh, we, you and I, as you said, you have your website with Squarespace. Yeah. I have my website with Squarespace, and then of course we have. And then our, I have the website I do about you with Squarespace. Which you don't I know didn't. About. I yeah. I just yeah. found out about yeah. that one, so we got to check in and on, it is with that. A I'm a, scandalous. Okay. Uh, and uh, and of course we have the dollpodcast.com sources. Uh, and then we have our sources. So we're all in. Uh, but they're in business with us because uh, I guess they like us. I like them. They told me they thought I was kind of the sexier of the two. Well, they've probably seen that site I wrote about you. Interesting. Uh, so is there, do you do analytics on there? Basically, it's so easy. I mean, you basically just go there and you can just get a website. Okay, so, uh, so uh, I'm a little thrown off, actually, by the whole... Uh, Squarespace.com, and there's a promo code. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, which, what's, what's on the website that you made of me? The... How, when did Squarespace start? Squarespace started in 1956, uh, right around the time uh, the whole Oppenheimer stuff uh, uh, happened. Squarespace is great because they have very easy templates. It's very easy to use. It's uh, they look great. That's why I first started using it because it's they 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 look snappy and crisp. Yeah. Uh, so I we recommend everybody use Squarespace. Yeah. And uh, here's what you're gonna do. You can go to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's the, that's what that's I was the code for. you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dollop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, uh, and it's newdaveanthonyreadytogo.com. I don't know what's happening. You're listening to the dollop! Brandon Schaub. You got something in your teeth? It's a Schaub out. You got something in your teeth? Yeah, I'm English. We've, we've got lots of stuff between our teeth. <laughs> the other day, I found a tooth in my tooth. You know, listen. <laughs> May 5th, 1854. <laughs> Year of our Lord. It's our boy. J-Town! Fuck you! No, 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 no. J-Town, 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 That's right. This hasn't even started, and this may be our dumbest podcast. <laughs> so he's surfing? Or is that longboarding? He was skateboarding. Skateboarding. Longboarding, he'd be laying down quite a bit also. But that could be longboarding, yeah. A lot of times they lay down when they longboard. <laughs> Elizabeth Nellis McCourt was born in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Fuck yeah, dude. That's where they make the overalls. Yep. Osh- my mom says I'm as cute as a leprechaun in my Oshkosh bagash pants. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Do you really want to know? No, I guess. Anyway, 1929. Okay. Uh, so Elizabeth Nellis McCourt was born in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Her parents were Irish Catholics. Since uh, she was the fourth of 11 kids who survived. The fourth of 11 kids who survived. So they were even going for more than 11. Yeah. So it was like 20. Yeah, probably. Jesus, Lord. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Christ. Oh, it's out. I don't feel him anymore. Uh, her mom had the exact same name. Uh, it's believed due to confusion with the names 
that Elizabeth changed her middle name to Nellis, from Nellis to Bondul, after a uh, father Bondul, who, uh, who was a missionary to the Menominee. Man, uh, he's I, a friend was, of their parents. When I was in college, we had a lot of bong duels, man. Go ahead. No, I want to hear Hurry. more about this. Hurry. What? Move on. What? Keep going. <laughs> uh, her father was part owner of a clothing and tailor shop. They lived in a big house. They had a maid. Oshkosh, Oshkosh was an up-and-coming lumber town. Oh, you're damn right yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah. My mom says I'm as cute as a leprechaun. In my Oshkosh pants. I wish that would stop happening. Some point you're going to want to know why. It was a frontier town. <laughs> Elizabeth grew up uh, around and she dug frontier men as they took their risks out there in the fucking wild. She liked that. She liked it. Yeah. It was hot. Lizzie was nicknamed the Belle of Oshkosh when she grew into a hot teenager. She's hot. That's, that she was considered super hot. Right. Teenager. At 16, she was 5'4 and a little plump, which was the look at the time. I was that, too. <laughs> Nobody gave... I was treated like an asshole. <laughs> Nobody paid me any mind. Same, she, uh, same exact outfit, too. Yeah. She had very white teeth, uh, a great smile. She was blonde. And her mother kept telling her she was super hot. You're so fucking sexy. <laughs> you are just a smoke show. Mm, good, good. You know how I know Come you're on. a smoke show? Look at that picture they took of you a few years ago. <laughs> you're on fire. You can't date the frontiersmen. You'll burn up all their lumber. You are fucking sexy, darling. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the lumber. She was, her mom said she was so hot. She, You're so fucking hot. She should never have to work, and, and she should get all the things her mom missed out on. Yeah, that's right. Like giving birth to all of the children. <laughs> uh, her mom gave her no chores wow. except to help with the younger kids because she wanted Lizzie to retain the smooth skin on her hands and arms. No, don't touch that, you wrinkle, darling. No, you're perfect. You're not allowed to do that. That's for the toddlers. <laughs> you stay there. We can't have you pruning. Do the dishes, you little fuck. But I'm only, I'm only far, mother. Get out in the garden. I don't know. Put up the fence. It's 9 p.m.-ish if we know that. What are you for? I, well, all right. I don't know. You should be in charge of that. You're for. Okay. Now get the fuck out to work. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. And then come back in and slowly wash Lizzie off. Darling, um, as your husband, I must say this is all taking a bit of a bizarre turn. <laughs> I thought. I don't, like, we I uh, thought I was her husband. We were out. No, I thought you were being, never, look, the point is. It oh, all God, took, it's it a all, gay marriage. It took a demented turn when you said that. When you asked him to come in and wash her. Nobody, no. That's the line. All right, hose her down. Well, uh, better, but still a bit barnyard, isn't it? Just when you have a lay down, whether you're the husband or the wife, <laughs> go have a kip. It's going to be a weird night tonight. 
Every night's been weird so far, darling. Because we're going to try and make another one, and there's two fellas up here. Well, thank God the kids are in those ash bagash. <laughs> no, I'm the mother, and I say they're as cute as a leprechaun. Oh, boy. In their ash bagash pants. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Uh, so she said Lizzie could be anything she wanted uh, and even become an actress. Her father was not as much down with all the pampering. He didn't like that his wife took Lizzie to the Harding Opera House or that she stayed up late at night sewing eye-catching outfits for their daughter. Wait, what kind of kitchen outfit? Eye-catching outfits. I, oh, okay, wow. But instead of fighting with his wife, he just took long solo walks and stopped at the church to pray. Better. That's the better way to do it. I don't think she should be dressed like that. Well, I don't think I'm up for having a discussion about it. I'll be back in five hours. All right. Peter was the owner of the first theater in Oshkosh called McCourt Hall. Uh, he saw it as a way to make money. Lizzie saw it as a way to watch people leading exciting actor lives. To watch the she's hanging actors? Out, she's hanging around in the back, like watching she's the actors. She's backstage. Yep. Yeah. Which uh, we can tell you from experience is pretty wild. <laughs> if you don't uh, want to uh, have some hummus and carrots, whoa. stay out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you, see, you don't want to see Luke drop something. <laughs> That's uh, true. It's very inside. But That's okay. true. Uh, Lizzie also hung around, hung around her dad's shop, and rich guys would stop in all the time, and they always complimented her looks. Hey, can I uh, take uh, all the toros and then... Jesus Christ, she's fucking, what is she, 16? No, she's 12. Oh, man. In this time, it's okay for me to uh, look at her. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Er, well, you know, when you made her 12, it actually did make it a little more difficult yeah, for me. it's a little weird, but. It became a bit more precarious. She's hot, though, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, I'll be back in four or five years. Take when... another look at her. Hey, can't if I'm ready to, like, move on, honestly. Uh... <laughs> No, 12, she's... even in this time, I'm a little like, Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. 16, I feel like I could marginally get away with some comedy, but uh, you really fucking, that's a shockingly... Uh... I, you know what? I probably am not going to come back here to shop anymore. I really don't like the general <laughs> vibe in here. It's super weird. And... Such a fucking child, you know what I'm saying? You want to buy some panties? Oh, my God. What in the hell? No, oh my lord. Uh, so Lizzie just started hanging out in the shop. Uh, she didn't have any friends her age and ends up spending her time around these older, well off men. That's very strange. Yep. Okay. She, she, uh, she went to dances and sociables and theater, on carriage rides and to yacht parties on Lake Winnebago. Yeah, that is the best yeah. hell of a lake. It's a nice one, right? Bull, beauty. Yeah. Take the old Winnie out there for the weekend. Yeah. Submerge it. Buy a new one the following week. <laughs> Fucking beautiful, dude. Uh, both Lizzie and her mother now thought anything was possible, landing a very rich husband or becoming that famous actress. Well, you've got two lovely options. Either fully depend on a man or go for the business of hollow souls. <laughs> You'll be fine. In the summer of 1874, two fires hit Oshkosh. They destroyed large parts of the city. So the McCourts lost their home and shop, and Peter got a new mortgage, and he rebuilt quickly. In 1875, an even larger fire hit Oshkosh, taking out the very mortgaged new shop and the theater. 
You know, you're not allowed to yell fire in a crowded theater, but that night... Not that night either. Everybody died. Yeah, I know. I was was like, no, for real. They're like, stop it, Sam. (laughs) No, I'm serious. The nerve. So uh, the the town builds back once again, this time using brick. Nice. Uh, The McCourt shop was rebuilt, but the building was now owned by the bank, and Peter's deeply in debt. And so he's just taking a salary as a clerk and tailor instead of as an owner. And the fan, family's long-standing uh, social standing plummets with their new poverty. Lizzie's now in her 20s, and things are looking pretty grim. Okay. Uh, she's still hot, though. Still super hot. It's okay. You can do that because she's 20 now, but... <laughs> One day, she uh, sees a man, mm-hmm. a young man named William Harvey Doe. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, what are you uh, getting in door there, huh? What's that? I, what? You fucking heard me. I didn't. That's why I said what. I'm going to need you to step away from some of that uh, wood housing over yonder. Why? Is it too hot? <laughs> I think you'll burn it down, you fucking... You're over 12, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. You're like... Uh, how, what, how, what's your age? I'm 20, but I'm fucking uh, hot. Yeah. So I'm talking about. Crazy hot. Yeah. My mom says I'm really hot. That's kind of strange, honestly, but. She, she says, look at, look at this hot piece of ass. All right. Your mom, that's your, your biological mother? Yeah, she wants. It's kind of bizarre, isn't it? She wants me out there. Wants you out where? Just out with men, rich men. i be honest, this whole thing's a little bit of a turnoff. I, uh, she's <laughs> just a little too eager, honestly. Yeah. Hey, your face and all that's crazy. I blew it. So she meets him, and uh, she gets her brother Harvey to bring him to the house one day. He's, he's quiet, but he's rich. Exactly her type. <laughs> and she was quickly super into him, and he dug her hotness and Irish wit. But he was a Protestant, and she was a Catholic. Oh. So he had to kill Different her. Different J-Towns. He had to what? <laughs> kill her. Oh, my God. What? Mm. Uh, so Harvey's mom was not into him slumming like that, uh, but they still see a lot of each other. And that winter, Harvey told Lizzie his church was holding a figure skating contest, and he was going to win first place. Huh. Lizzie. It's <laughs> a very wisconsin thing. Uh, my church is holding a figure skating competition. <laughs> you know, that's holy ice. So... Lizzie was sure no women would enter, so she did, but she used her first initial, L, and the last name of court, so people would think it was one of her brothers. Right. Larry Lou. Yeah. Lice. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could get out there. Uh, She practiced on the lake for hours. Her mom sewed her a skating outfit. Her mother's nuts. Yeah. yeah, He'll be the absolute belle of the ice. There you are. Look at all that. Oh, you're like a bedazzled darling. Uh, she let Lizzie wear her mink stole and muff. As a... you, you should wear my muff for this. <laughs> Put on your mother's muff. There you are. I don't know if I like the way this looks. It's perfect. Oh, I've been saving it up for years for you. Toss your mother's muff on. There you are. Hold on, honey. Is that your muff? Uh, no. 
Why is it on Lizzie? Just not her do it's a Lizzie's muff. <laughs> Don't tell your father I gave you my muff, darling. It's pretty big. It's absolutely right. <laughs> Looks like, like a 45. Don't let lice touch it, whatever you do. <laughs> Don't let lice have a look at it. An absolute nightmare. So when Lizzie's name is called, she bursts out onto the ice, and the audience is basically the entire town, and they are... Horrified. Shocked. Shocked. Horrified. A woman not, on ice. Well, not no, just not she's just got because. A big out, she's got a muff outside her spandex. Well, almost. <laughs> not just because it's Lizzie, but also because her outfit shows off a ton of leg. Right. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? The male judges are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she wins first place over Harvey. She hasn't even skated yet. Give her the prize. <laughs> and it's a church function. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just skating. My mom says I'm hot. Your mom's fucking right, darling. The music is, you, you're too sexy for your... Right set, Fred? How's it go? Whatever. Yeah, I think whatever is way better. <laughs> nope. But the, uh, the women in Oshkosh, of course, did not approve. No. Women uh, Lizzie's age called her common and fast. Harvey doesn't give a shit. Fast? Yeah, like, she's what? easy. Oh, okay. she's easy. Right. Um, Harvey doesn't care. Or maybe he just was excited that he saw that much leg. Because after that, he comes full court press. Uh, his, his dad is sending him out west to manage the family's gold mines, and they announced they were engaged in the spring of 1877. Okay. Yeah, it is sweet. Yeah. It's, well, I bet it's going to take a turn, but okay. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't talk. He doesn't know her. Now, the does are Where very... Where your muff? You're not bringing your muff? It's my mother's muff. I gave oh. it back? She gave you back the muff, right? She ain't bringing the muff. The Doe's were very against Lizzie becoming a family member. Uh, her mom immediately began selling her an expensive trousseau. Trousseau? Trousseau, which is like clothes and linen and other stuff for a, a wedding that the bride the brings. The bride wore a bunch, okay. Bunch of shit. Sure. Feels like you aren't sure what it is. I am. Okay. It just sounds dumb every time I say it. Okay. How many times are you saying it? I've said it like four times. You've said it out loud four I times? I rehearse this a lot at home. Okay. Alone. Sure. And cry. Oh, my God. Lizzie said she would pay her dad back for the trousseau when Harvey was rich. And she told her brothers and sisters that out west the gold was just laying around. Oh, it's everywhere. As far as the eye can see. No, you can't find. You'd have a better time finding a, you know, a, a piece of gold than you would a stone. All you find is gold. People are tossing it at you. You can't get away from it. It's an absolute nightmare. I'm actually dreading it. I plan to die in gold. Okay. There's nobody, there's no way to get away from it. I wish I wasn't going. You gotta help me. I'm gonna drown in gold. Please. No. It's a great fear of mine. No. And speaking of mines, that's where they have it. Okay. Yeah. Help. <laughs> So they married in June 27th, 1877, in a Catholic church. Mm. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Lizzie was worried Harvey's mom would not come, but she did, and she was very gracious and uh, greeted the guests. Okay. Lizzie's mother was ecstatic. Oh. You should be marrying yourself, my darling. 
That's the only one who's right for you. <laughs> Her father was very down, but that probably be probably was because the sheriff was about to take an auction off his property. Chin up. It's your daughter's wedding day. Be happy. We're about to lose everything we've ever had. Can't believe I had to pay for this fucking wedding as well. Come on. Be happy. She's about to drown in gold. <laughs> Lizzie uh, said Harvey couldn't believe how lucky he was to land such a hot wife. So after the wedding, they go to uh, Colorado with Harvey's dad. Bingo, here. Denver, well caught, audience. Denver was a city of about 30,000. Uh, she loved Denver. Uh, how could you not? Yeah. They have gorp. There's dirt everywhere. Oh, the trail makes it unbelievable. You're not going to believe it. Denver Airport's a bit questionable in some of the terminals, honestly. Yeah, what's going on on the floor? I don't know. Terminal B's, that looks like it's for Satan, but other than that, <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, so they honeymoon in a swank hotel, and Lizzie decided not only would she be rich, but also a social leader in Denver and admired woman. Okay. Uh, but then they go about 40 miles away to a place called Central City. Uh, we're far away from Denver now. <laughs> uh, this is where the Doe's owned half a mine. So Harvey's dad wanted him to make, it, uh, to, to make it the mine productive and buy out the other owner. And Lizzie figured they're going to be loaded. She's like, it's a mine. We're going to be fucking rich. I feel like it's not going to happen. Well, Harvey's not exactly the man for the job. He's very shy and he's very weak. He failed at filing the needed paperwork and he couldn't sink deeper shafts. Oh, boy. Well, now we have a thing, problem. There's one thing that muff deserves. It's a deeper shaft sinking. <laughs> So Lizzie stepped up, put on miner's clothes, and worked in the mine with Harvey. Wow. She's not fucking around. Yeah. Gold digger. <laughs> so he's just behind her, just like, it's some real nice digging there, Liz. She's like, we need to do this because I'm going to be, I want to go back to Denver. <laughs> you even looking for gold or just trying to dig back to Denver? But the oh, my God, Dick Cheney? The hell? He's out of the Denver airport. <laughs> yeah. Now, the fancy people of Central City uh, look down on her. They snub her in the streets. They what? They snub her in the streets. Snub her. I think it's stubber. Um, but she was used to it after having shown her leg on the ice in uh, Oshkosh. So that was pretty normal for her. So for six months, Harvey and Lizzie are leading crews in different shafts. So now she's like in charge of her own shaft, and he's doing a different one. Is he minding his own shaft at all? Yeah, he's mining his shaft. So she's doing... She's, she's mining her shaft. He's, he's taking care of his. He's in charge of his own shaft. Yeah, she's doing both hers. Okay. She has both her shafts? Mm-hmm. 
They found gold ore, but not very much, and then it just kind of petered out, and then the shaft collapsed. Was he drinking whiskey? (laughs) (laughs) She needs to be patient. The worst thing to do is freak out. Yeah. Because then he's going to be like, my shaft will never come back. Yeah. If she's like, either way, that creates the, the, the kind of nurturing thinking that might bring the shaft back sooner than you think. Yeah. But even if it comes back, probably not going to be finished right away. You can also take this little blue pill. A little lost in yours, honestly. Not sure why you'd wink when only I can see it. So Harvey is now like, oh, I should learn how to be a miner. Oh, that's, that's the right order, too. Yeah. And Get in there, then it collapses. It's like, you know what? Maybe I should figure out how to run this business that I just ruined. Uh, so he gets a job as a miner to learn how to mine properly. What the fuck? Is she just like, uh, darling? And he tells Lizzie to stay home you don't. And, and start wearing women's clothing. God damn it. What was she wearing? Well, miner's outfits? She wasn't in the mine in, in like a dress. Like, whoo. Yeah, woo. but at home, is she just like, do you mind if I wear this around the house? <laughs> no. Turn but your I... headlamp off. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, good night. Okay, but now she is just the wife of a badly paid lower-class miner, right? Which is not what she came here to be. But he, the money that his family had was mine-based. Well, yeah, but also, like, it, there's a hope of a future. Right, that's what I mean. So it's kind of like, the mine was kind of an investment. Yeah, yeah. And now it's collapsed, and now he's like... Well, it hasn't collapsed. It's just like they weren't finding anything, so he's like... But that's pretty important when it comes to gold. Finding gold? Yeah. Yeah, but you could learn how to dig a new shaft and find it another way. Uh, Relax. All right. Uh, So they moved into cheap housing in loud, smelly, and dirty Blackhawk. This was definitely not what she signed up for. Like in her childhood, she did not make friends with other women. And she thought the other miners' wives were frumpy and ugly. Okay. Well, Which I wonder hot, what they didn't so like about her. She's hot, so I get it. Right. You have... <laughs> she's not going to hang around with Jesus those commoners. Jesus Christ, you're a frumpy lot. <laughs> Look how ugly you are. Pardon? Lizzie walked the same route every day through Blackhawk. So she'd just take a little whatever store or whatever she was doing. Sure. And miners would start to yell out to her, and then they started to call her baby. It's sort of like the guy in the store when he was attracted to her and she was a miner. Fucking yawning. I was a little tired of it. So she sternly let them know she was married, but they keep calling her baby, and then they start calling her baby Doe when they learn her last name. So everyone in town... Is that her last name? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Harvey's last name. So everyone in town knows there's this hot lady walking around, and pretty soon they're coming to look at her, and Baby Doe becomes a little bit of a celebrity. Jesus Christ. Walking this around. Is, we've, we've trod in this territory before. Yeah, we have. Where men are like, 
My hobby? Oh, I just creep this lady out who goes on walks. There she goes. Here, look at her. Look at oh. her. Baby! Look at her. Wow. Holy shit. A Baby. real life woman. Ooh, I would like to. Easy. It's weird. It's weird because her name's Baby. We named her Baby, so that's a bad, because uh, I would really like to. <laughs> well, it's also Baby but again, Doe, she's a so baby. it's also strange. Oh, she's a baby. It's kind of like. How old are you? Stop it. That's Sorry. a crazy follow. I'm going to actually move a little further away from this guy. <laughs> Thought he was all right. You know it's creepy when I'm gawking at her and I'm creeped out by this guy. I am an adult! Stop. What are you doing? They call me adult Anthony! Oh, my God. It's very serious. Just trying to make conversation. Uh, she's not listening, dude. Trust I think me. she might. Nah, she likes the silent drooling type. <laughs> well, that's you. That's definitely you. That's definitely you. Yeah. There's a lot of drool. Yeah, it? it's actually crazy. Honestly. Are you going to go to the doctor? Or? I tried to, but they said there's nothing they can do. Yeah. It's called over oversalivating, and yeah. it's just the thing when I get excited. Well, it's all the time, actually. Yeah, no, it's just like slobbering. It's like, it's yeah. pretty bad, for sure. And that's how the Colorado River started. <laughs> our water. Yeah, it's ours. May we have it? Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help. With Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd. And the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Uh, she spent a lot of time going into fancier stores to look at stuff she couldn't afford. Been she, there. Yeah. She began hanging out at a local clothing shop in town, just as she had at her dad's. One of the owners was a fellow named Jake Sandus Sandalowski. Sandalowski? He was 26. What's his name? That is Jake Sandalowski. Hey, Jake Sandalowski, 26, really 45. Uh, he was not married. He was uh, said to be super good-looking. <laughs> Look, it was a different time. He listened to her yammer on about everything that, that had gone south. 
And while that was going on, her marriage is shitting the bed. Sure. Harvey uh, was always writing long letters to a mom, his mom, because he's a mama's boy. Uh, he said only she understood him. It's not great. No. His parents uh, would set money for Christmas, and Lizzie wanted him to invest it in mines, but he didn't want to. And then he got fired. So... <laughs> so He's here tonight. <laughs> Lizzie assumed it was because he was lazy and weak, and she starts spending more time with Jake at the store. Jake would give her gifts, and Harvey was now moving from job to job and going to saloons. Nice. So he's drinking more, and she's hanging out with Jake in the shop, and he's giving yeah. her stuff. Yeah. So she's fucking Jake. We don't know. We don't nah, know. I do. Well, then she got pregnant. From... <laughs> Just putting on those outfits. Somehow. It was my mother's muff. <laughs> now, the money situation is now so bad that they're constantly switching boarding, boarding houses to stay ahead of creditors. Right. And she envisioned that she would be in a marriage with a man who took care of her or well, she was going to be an actress. Didn't just envision. was like brainwashed. Yeah, her mother was that. like, these are the two options. Uh, her parents... His parents, sorry, his parents moved to Denver because Denver, they want to be near their coming grandchild. Sure. And Who they think, okay. Well, he may have, you don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's Jake's, but okay. Um, <laughs> during an argument, they get into a heated argument, and Harvey says the baby might be Jake's. Hmm. And Lizzie Harvey had picked, a case of the Gareth's. Lizzie picked up a piece of mine ore and threw it at him, and he stormed out. So they were just keeping mine ore around the house? Yeah. So she's still sticking pretty strong with his mind stuff. <laughs> On July 13th, she, uh, 1879, she gave birth to a girl who uh, died. And that's not... Good night, common. everybody. Yep, take care. <laughs> Harvey, uh, Harvey was not there when the, when the baby came. Uh, so Jake is the one who stood up and made arrangements and paid for what is needed. Hardy was just a ghost. Harvey was just a ghost. So Jake take care of everything for the, the funeral and whatnot. It's interesting. Harvey's parents take Harvey in. Take Harvey? In. Okay. So he's living with them. Sure. And then, this is all taking a very they're not together approach. Yeah. Well, then, then his dad tries to get Livy and Har Lizzie and Harvey back together. He wants them to work it out. Nice. So He's going to parent trap them, but kids. Harvey is going to move to Denver, so she goes with him to Denver, but she still wants a divorce, but she's still hanging in there. Right. She's Catholic, so her family's going to flip out if she gets a divorce. Well, beyond the family, J-Town. J-Town will be yeah, very upset. lose his mind, right? Well, I don't know if J-Town would. What, because uh, he's so cool? Well, he's mostly working on bowling, his bowling scores. <laughs> Harvey... He hit a 289. So you're telling me this god of yours yeah. doesn't bowl perfect games. He's, like, pretty good. Like he's second in the league. J-Town is all about applying yourself and being the best you can be. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and not trying to be perfect. It's very stupid. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, see, bowls. Okay. So Harvey is spending his free time now in uh, saloons and brothels. Nice. Okay. So they're not... Okay. Jake opens a new store in Leadville, and he pays fair for Lizzie to come up and see the new store and visit. I, I mean... Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking. I mean, yeah, come on, they're 100%, fucking. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they're fucking. Yeah. No, I just wanted this woman to come up to Leadville to see me in 1880. Yeah. Nothing's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's what we did in 1880. Uh-huh. So Lizzie and Harvey... Uh, a little while later, have a, quote, frightful row, and he storms out of the house, and Lizzie follows him. I like this order. Then, for some reason, she's with a cop, and they watch him go into Lizzie Preston's brothel. (laughs) So... I'm getting a job application. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey writes to his parents that he had followed a man who maybe wanted to buy the mine, and he followed him into the brothel. This is such dude excuse shit. <laughs> no, no, no! I guess I get how you could think that, but the guy who wanted to buy the mine, he went into that place. Lo and behold, was a brothel, which I guess is a place where women will fuck men for money? Yeah. I don't know. I never even heard you of this sort of you stuff. You didn't know that? No, I thought they were roommates. <laughs> I didn't even know. They had a piano that played on its own and a bunch of rooms. I thought it was a lady hotel. Anyway, I walk in. This guy, I guess he went up with a woman. Uh-huh. I said, I'll wait to talk about the mine that he was going to buy. Sure. The real guy. Yeah. This guy who exists. Yes. Thank you. And a woman comes up and she goes, you want to go upstairs? I think, well, that's where he went. Sure, I'll go up there. Sure. Well, next thing you know, she was naked. Oh. Yeah, in front of me. Oh, my God. I said, I'm married, ma'am. Yeah. No, you don't. And then? I took off my clothes. Yeah. Yeah. To be? To show her how to put clothing back on. Right. She seemed very confused by the predicament. Yeah, sure. Well, you're not even going to believe what happened next. I I don't even know if I... I think I will. Well, my shaft didn't collapse. (laughs) Well, Matter of fact, the opposite. Uh-huh. So as I'm trying to repant, yeah. as the verb goes, she just starts going at it. Going and at I, it? Yeah. Having at my body in an un-Catholic any part, way. Any particular part? The, the shaft that hadn't collapsed. Uh-huh. So I throw money at her. I go, stop, stop. I just toss a bunch of cash at her. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to find this potential buyer. Yeah. Whose name is, you know, exists. He's got a name and everything. Yeah. Money, the whole nine. Well, I don't know. I, I, the whole thing's a blur. That, yeah. It ended. How did it end? Of its own uh, momentum. Momentum. Of its own uh, was timing. There a, was there a moment where you knew it had concluded? It concluded. How the did, meeting adjourned. How did you know the, it concluded? I didn't want to have it anymore. <laughs> Once I wanted to be done with it, that's when I knew it was over. 
But was there anything that happened? Yes. To your body that made yes. you. Yes. I got very cold for a second. Uh huh. And I made a cold noise. I went, oh. I was very cold. Okay. I was very cold. Yeah. I was so cold that I had to put my clothes on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh huh. I left. I left right then. Yeah. And one of the other lady hotel workers grabbed me. Ha! Huh. You're not gonna believe what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't sell the mine. She tells me she followed me. By the way, a violation of marital trust, mind you. Yes. <laughs> uh. But I guess they call it a brothel. <laughs> so I went back there a couple days later to do a follow-up. Yeah. Because I left some questions that I wanted to ask there. See if the guy was still there. I'm in love with the woman who colded me. <laughs> so. So Harvey writes to his parents to say he followed this guy into a brothel when, quote, who should be across the street but babe, and she saw me going in there. Now, he's probably, he was probably set up, because she had a cop with her, and then they just had a fight. It's like Sonny in, uh, in The Godfather, right? Gets into a fight, and then, and then he, he's going to go where, you know, she knows he'll go, which is a brothel. Yeah. And they have a cop watching so, as a witness. Yeah. Um, so set up. So Lizzie now charges him with adultery. And she gets a quick divorce on March 19th, 1880. But she had to return any mining stock he had put in her name. Also, for whatever reason, the divorce wasn't officially recorded until April 1886. It was some mistakes in the courts. So technically, she can't marry, but... Right. So at this time, marriage is the only way, pretty much, for Lizzie to advance herself. To uh, advance herself. Advance herself. Right. I mean, the other way, this time in Colorado, it's going to be a brothel. Um, Wait, that's it? Pretty much. But she was working in a mine, like, successfully. Well, it's not her mine anymore. Right, no, right. It's someone else's, not mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. No, no we're, not, we're not fist bumping. So she has no gold from the mining. Uh, she moves to Leadville and works for a little while in Jake's store, but not making very much money. And, it's, and that's not what she wanted. Like, that's exactly where she came from, right? right? Being in her dad's store. And Jake wants to marry her, but, you know, she wants more than Oshkosh, right? Who more doesn't? than Oshkosh? Yeah, the life she had in Oshkosh. That right, would be okay, the same gotcha. Um, plus, I, I forgot she's super good looking. She is hot. This time, uh, she's not going to choose someone with potential. She wants someone that's already... She wants an established... She doesn't want a Harvey. She wants an already made man. Right. Uh, a proven winner. Now, sure. this is where, into the story, comes a gentleman named Horace Tabor, the Silver King. 
Horace was born Horace. On November 26, 1830 in Vermont. Oh, well, I... His father was a poor farmer. Uh, they had no water, no electricity, no stove. He was apprenticed... <laughs> no hair. He was apprenticed to a granite cutter at 17, and from there he worked in stone cutting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he headed to Kansas Territory to help populate the area with anti-slavery settlers. He joined up with John Brown to defend Lawrence against pro-slavery men. Okay. That's why you weren't making fun of him. I didn't know that. No, you're fine. I like this guy. That's, that's, that's his best moment. Okay. Yeah. That would be anyone's best moment, really, yeah. <laughs> in this country. Uh, he was elected by the town of Zenedale as their spokesman as the first Kansas Free State Legislature. And in 1857, Horace returned to Maine to marry Augusta Pierce. So uh, she said the first time she saw her new log cabin home, she sat down and cried in a bad way, <laughs> not a good way. Right. <laughs> I had a feeling, yeah. Um, so they have a son, Maxie. Hey, Maxie. So they, they fail as farmers in uh, Kansas. And in 1859, they moved to Colorado during a gold rush. They started hopping from mining camp to mining camp. Augusta, uh, in a couple, is the first white woman to ever be there, okay. which must be really fun. Yeah. Uh, Horace opens a store and becomes a postmaster in the town of Butts, Buckskin Joe. Butt Buckskin? No, that's just me. Buckskin Joe. Buckskin, not Butt Buckskin. Yeah. Very specific. <laughs> what kind of Buckskin? <laughs> it's rump. Ass. Tush. Yeah. Welcome. Um, he also prospected a bit. Augusta ran the store and uh, then a boarding house. Four years after arriving, they were worth about 300000 in today's money. Okay, nice. Horace took what he called, uh, what was called grub steaks. Grub steaks? Grub steaks. Yeah, it's right, a bunch of bugs put together in a fillet. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave supplies to miners in exchange for a part of their mine. Okay. And Augusta hated this. She thought that he was really, really bad with money. He, he is known as an easy mark. Like, people know that they can get money out of him. And he gave $60 worth of goods to two guys for one-third of a mine. And they thought they were just scamming him. They think the mine is shit. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> then the mine hits. <laughs> so he's the guy who's like, double zero. And they were like, this fucking good. <laughs> yeah, and then it's worth a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, wow. He sells a stake for a million, and he uses that to buy stake in other mines. And by 1879, he is one of the richest men in Colorado. He's worth $6 million. Hey, Dad. Yeah. You're the best. Fuck you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to kick your face in. Oh, man, that'd be awesome just to bond with you for a little while. <laughs> no way. I love you so much. You fucked every chick I tried to hook up with. Is it too late to live in a Bjorn upon your breast? <laughs> I reckon that'd be great. Nope. Just to absorb some of the knowledge that you have? Nope. Maybe I could be your backpack. No. Maybe we could get a scooter and I could just either... You're like 18 or something. I'm pretty old now, but still. <laughs> I reckon it'd be cool to 
you know, have you coached my soccer team? Tell me your pride. You in should me. have a job. I do. I'm a full time loving son. <laughs> hey, my heart's hiring. Nope. <laughs> that counts. Uh, so he owns tons of land. He donates a lot of infrastructure uh, for Leadville. He establishes a newspaper, uh, a bank, schools, churches, an opera house. Built the <laughs> opera house. Woo. Um, he formed the Tabor Light Cavalry. The what? To protect his mines. Okay. But they just ended up putting down strikes. Oh, well, still very valuable. I can't believe a mine owner would put down strikes. That's how we know he's rich. Uh, but Augusta still, even though they're rich, she doesn't like how he handles money. And she's he not... Doesn't, he doesn't like... She doesn't like She doesn't like how he handles money. And she's not really far off. Two Leadville writers described Horace as money drunk. He liked to party. He liked to spend... He would buy her jewelry. He'd like to fish, play poker, drink whiskey, and smoke cigars. So he's just out fucking around. Having yeah, a good he's time. having a good time. And Augusta didn't really like being rich. Well, uh, she probably didn't like his version of being rich either because yeah, it's like she's, she's, she's very just, prim and proper. And yeah, well, he's, and he's also like, I'm fucking drunk. Yeah. And probably cheating. Probably cheating. Yeah. Okay. You got a problem? Yeah, you shouldn't say that to oh, me. Oh, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're awesome, though. Okay. I just think I just was like, I bought you some bracelets. Okay, thanks. There you go. You buy me a bracelet every time you fuck someone else. I know. You should, you, that's how I know when you're coming, to get out of a lady, because of your jingle jangle. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Here's a bracelet. Thank you. Uh, I'm shit-faced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's a bracelet. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. It's great, thanks. Here's a tiara to put on your weird hair. Thanks. I got oh. like 20 tiara over here. Oh, man. How many women have you fucked? Oh, I don't know. None? Just you, babe. Here's a bracelet, yeah. Thanks. Uh, he built them a big mansion in Denver. But Ever heard of it? Augusta refuses to live in the bedroom, and she stays in the servants' quarters by the kitchen. She Interesting. Also, what? Interesting. Yes. She also tied and kept a cow tied to the front door. Where they naturally want to be. <laughs> and she would milk it herself. On the porch. <laughs> Which really embarrassed, embarrassed Horace. Like, Horace was like, I can't. With this right. woman. And embarrassed him, you said. He was very embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Super embarrassed. Yeah, you could say it. He was the more, The more she opposed what he was doing, the more he would hang out with his friends. Sure. Uh, she was New England conservative. She was actually repulsed by his behavior. And so they argued more and more. And in 1879, Horace fired Augustus as the family bookkeeper. Fucked up. So she moves into their house in Denver while he lives in Leadville party. Okay. <laughs> he was also known to enjoy sex workers. Sure. While he turned it loose, she worked and gave to charitable causes. This is when newly separated Baby Doe arrived in Leadville. 
She knew, uh, so she knows Horace's right-hand man, and um, his name's Bill Bush, and one night she's eating oysters at the Saddle Rock Cafe. A w- sexy move. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> Who's that hot one? <laughs> Christ, that's 55 she put down. <laughs> Why are they writing her name on a chalkboard? <laughs> Christ, look at her go. <laughs> Did she eat the shell of that one? Is she supposed to rip the oyster out? <laughs> Fucking A. Is she all human or is she part fish? <laughs> is she a gull of some kind? Her throat is full. <laughs> oh my God, that makes sense. <laughs> Why are they putting a sash around her? <laughs> so Horace and Bush come in to eat and she says it's love at first sight. Well, With yeah, the he's, man he's, we saw before. What? With that guy we saw before. Uh, Horace. Yeah, w- Horace, yep. the guy we saw so before. So she saw him and she was like, mm. love it for, But he's also, she knows he's the silver right. king. Like he's but the she richest was like, guy. Mm, the human broom. Oh my God, look at that rich man. Meow. Horace, look at him. She's probably, she's probably, you know, flirting with her eyes or whatever, giving him a little hello signal. And mm-hmm. he sends a note to her table uh, asking her I'm to join. wasted. Hello, I like the way you eat oysters. Would you like to <laughs> come to my table? Hello. They hit it off. Sure. That night, he gave her $5,000 to pay back Jake and help her set up in Leadville. You know, I'm honestly attracted to him. <laughs> I find him to be quite sexy. Now that I know that he's willing to give five grand. In this time, five grand. Have you heard of a sugar baby? <laughs> So your name's Doe, huh? Have a little Doe. <laughs> so she actually had a date that night with Jake, but she never shows up. The next morning, she comes to his shop and she gives him a thousand. Jake's shop. Jake's shop. She uh, gives him a thousand dollars and a note saying she doesn't want to marry him. A note? Yeah. What is this? She probably just handed it to him and walked off. I would uh, imagine. Yeah. Still, it's like, honey, what are you trying to say? What do you- I found someone richer. <laughs> what the notes I found yeah it says yeah. that but I that's what I wanted you to read it when I was gone but right. now we're here and talking I didn't want well, to talk this is how we that's why I gave it. you a note yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot this is why I'm not marrying you <laughs> go that's... sell suits loser that smell hmm? oysters yeah I had a lot of oysters last night it's potent well I broke the record how many did you have 132 Jesus Christ but you were allowed to throw up. Where was this? At um, the Saddle Rock Cafe. What is that? That's an iPad. Oh, fuck! <laughs> so she gives him $1,000 in the note. He sends the money back. He's like, fuck you. Horace very quickly moves her into the hotel where he lives which is next door to Jake's shop, so probably pretty awkward going in and out. Nice. I've been buying (laughs) clothes from that man. Uh, Now, there was a covered catwalk from the hotel to the opera house. Oh, nice. Classy. Um, And that's used by actors to go from the hotel, but Horace uses it for discreet ladies uh, to visit his office, and so now Baby Doe is using so from Hor- the hotel rooms to his office in the. Horace theater. is really getting after it. Stop Hor- it. 
1880, he moved her... I'm pretty sure someone just called Shut a bird. Shut the fuck up. Someone called a bird. Someone, there is a bird. I'm waiting for a hawk to come. Well, that'd be great. We need to start doing that. <laughs> we just wear hawk gloves the whole ship. People are like, are they okay? Now! We don't even have a hawk. We just wear the hawk gloves. One of these days, I swear to God. One of these days. Just holding some meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so in 1880, he moves her into a fancy suite in another hotel, the Windsor. Yeah, I mean... The hotel inside had diamond-crusted mirrors. Just like the real one. And then he moved his offices into the hotel. Interesting move. Horace's suite had a marble fireplace and a gold leaf bathtub. In his office? Yeah. Had a gold leaf bathtub. What would you have in your office? A gold leaf bathtub. <laughs> she had finally ran in, landed the rich guy her mother told her she would land. Uh, but most people dismissed her as an amoral, promiscuous woman taking advantage of an older, wealthy man. How old is he? I don't know. He's not... Well, so this is like 1880, and he was born in... Oh, I got to do math. Math coming. Uh, 1830. So he's 50. 50. Okay. That wasn't hard. <laughs> Just even, even numbers. Pretty low bar. Even fucking... Way to go, buddy. It's awesome. I'm done. I, I'm yeah, get out of here. End on a high note. Yeah. End on a high note. Yeah. Uh, so she, she said she loved him and that he came to love her. But she's still married. Right. To, right. But he's, sorry, he's still married. Well, she, and she is technically, right, but yeah. he is really married. He's and for real married. Augusta knows everything that's going on because everybody knows what's going on. Like it's, right. it's the Silver King. Everybody knows. So, the Silver King. Augusta thought... Um, he would just get tired of Baby Doe and move on, but he does not. Instead, he moves everything out of the Denver house and asks her for a divorce. Okay. And she refuses to give him a divorce. You can have the cow. With the what? The porch cow. I, That's what I'll give you. You'll have I the porch like cow and the I'll whole, get... I would like the house mm. and the other houses and some of the mines. Um, uh, you, hi. Hi. I'll give you a haircut, <laughs> and you get the porch cow. Is it, how long is this going to take? Because if we're starting here... I'm about to give you my best and final offer. You can have the porch cow. No, what? Yeah, you get the porch cow. This is like talking to the studios, and I'm a writer. The fuck does that even mean? What's a studio? <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. You get the porch cow. <laughs> <laughs> so she refuses to give him a divorce, and at the opening of his new Tabor Grand Theater, so at the grand opening of this, he very publicly did not invite his wife. And she, I will not invite my wife. She won't come. And she, believe me. 
she begged for them to get back together and to be seen as a couple at the opening. And on opening night, the Tabor box was empty. He was down by the stage. Baby Doe was in the back. And after that, he stops giving Augusta money. Just cuts her off completely. You have the cow. Make money with that. The gift that keeps on giving. It's a cow. Uh, she sues, but loses. And then he demands a divorce. And she still refuses. Baby Doe then told Horace he should get a divorce in a territory where Augusta's opinion didn't matter. What does that even mean? So there are, there's a no-fault uh, divorce territory. So oh, okay. they can just go there. So he goes to Durango. He uses a judge. <laughs> Is that right? That, Is everyone's that here? Like, yeah. That's here? I mean, that's, that's here? Is yeah. it in Colorado? Yeah. Is it a shithole? No? No, but it's what? It's just... Oh, yep, so does shithole. Okay. Okay. I think we've heard enough. Thank uh, you for no clarity. We can't explain why it's bad. <laughs> She's like, Windsor! I miss, we've... Uh, I'm still stuck on the castle. He, uh, he, there's a judge there that owes him a favor, and so they're divorced in summer a, uh, 1882. And then he marries Baby Doe on September 30th, 1882, and she's now Baby Tabor. Baby Tabor? We can drop the baby. No! Jesus Christ. But that makes him a bigamist since Durango was not officially in the records, and that upsets Baby Tabor because she needed a church wedding also. So her parents could see, because she's Catholic. I do. So in January 1883, Augusta now sues for desertion. Okay. And she wins. She gets the Denver mansion, an entire apartment block. Jesus. And some mining stock. And she runs out of the courtroom yelling, quote, Oh, God, not willingly, not willingly. Sorry, what's going on right now? <laughs> what's your quote? Yes, I love what, that What's your like, quote? Uh, oh, God, not willingly, right. not willingly. All right. And you mean the... You <laughs> not didn't, willingly. You didn't want to get... I didn't want it. Didn't want the no. divorce or the money. Well, well, yeah, that's nice. You want the divorce? It's good. I mean, if there's going to be one, but no, I didn't want it. You want the money? Yeah. And you wanted the divorce? No. So not willingly is just so... Okay, that's so why. you walk out of the courtroom. You've just won all that R stuff. Ran. I ran out. I ran, ran out, out, right. And not willingly. Right. To what? Not, not, I didn't want it. I didn't willingly... I didn't want a divorce. Okay. 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 I think I have enough to... Uh-huh. Well. What a nightmare. So, just good luck. I'm going to write this article, but not willingly. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, her running out of the court yelling that makes her a famous victim and causes permanent harm to Horace's political ambitions. Okay. This is a rich guy, so She's obviously he wants him. to be right. a big politician. Sure. 
he had been lieutenant governor in 1878, and now he wanted to be a senator, and he ends up being appointed, but only to fill a vacant seat for 30 days. No one was going to choose him for the whole run, right? Wow. So this is when it's interesting. Now, while he's there, he plans to officially marry baby Tabor in a huge wedding in Washington, D.C. She has to go to Oshkosh to convince her Catholic parents it's okay, and her dad, sorry, and Horace gives her dad a house worth $150,000 to smooth things over. And so his dad's like, yeah, this is great. It's amazing that he's like, I'm not going to pay my ex anything. He's like, do you want a house? I really, (laughs) I get it. I know how to play the game. She convinces her parents. They get married by a priest, and eight of her family come to the wedding. They send invitations to all of the leaders in D.C., including President Arthur. President who? Arthur. We had a president named Arthur. Artie. Yeah, we did a dollop on him. Uh, we didn't do a dollop on him. Oh, okay. Thought you were testing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, President Arthur. Yeah, his first name? King. King. <laughs> yeah, he was at the Hotel Windsor. I'm not yeah. a fucking dumbass, dude. And he was will be. The wife of Colorado Senator Nathaniel Hill tore the invitation up and told Baby Tabor's coachman to give it back to her. I just drive the horse. Also, right before the wedding, Augusta wrote to, thank you, Horace, That's quote... for me too, asshole. Wrote to Horace, quote, the divorce is null and void. The divorce. Yeah, so she's, I don't know what the fuck she thinks a divorce is, but yeah. you can't just go... The divorce isn't a divorce. Take backs! Like, it's not... Not a, willingly. All right, relax. It's baby, copywritten. Baby Tabor wore a wedding dress that cost $7,000. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, that's a crazy amount for back then. Um, yeah, it's a crazy amount, period. Horace had uh, gotten her. What is I she, mean, is the she... average. The, I think the average worker made like four or five hundred dollars a year back then. Oh, so they were probably really supportive. Yeah. Uh, Horace had gotten her a diamond necklace worth ninety thousand, but it Jesus. did not arrive in time. This guy fought with John Brown, <laughs> <laughs> and then now he's like, "Here you go, darling. Doop doo doo. We fought so hard for her equality. Anyway." Don't look the servants in the eyes. They'll get attached. We're going to make them into a stew later. Since the necklace didn't arrive in time, Baby Tabor fid, uh, forbid any jewelry at the wedding. So no one could wear... Uh, what the fuck? So at some point, she took a turn into, like, the worst. Well, but this is how her mom raised her to be, essentially. Yeah, but this is really crazy. Well, what's Your $90,000 necklace doesn't arrive, so now nobody can have jewelry. But I don't think there is a difference between, like, all the kids are doing chores and working, and she's just, like, being pretty. Agreed, like, but now it's on a level where, like, she has access to the reality, and it's yeah, which disturbing. Is yeah, how, yeah, just what she's always going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's nature versus nurture, which we've always dug into on this podcast, and... I'm the uh, I'm the nature I, I, guy. You're the nurture I would, guy. I would. It would. It'll be scary when Jose moves out and is on his own. Let's just say that. <laughs> With your parenting, it's talk about no boundaries. Like, wow, meow. You know what I mean? 
Because I bought him a $90,000 collar, you think that's applicable? <laughs> and when it didn't arrive on time, I didn't allow any of the other cats in the neighborhood. Yeah. To ha- yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking dickhead, man. But look, it didn't really matter about the jewelry being forbidden at the wedding because President Arthur went, as a lot of other men did, but without their wives. None of the wives would go. Because they were all, uh, they were all horrified at what... Yeah, because she's young, he's old, she broke up a marriage, yeah. the other... It was... Augusta ran Not out. willingly! Yeah, all yeah, that stuff. Right. Two days later, the priest returned the $200 Horace had paid him and publicly said he didn't know he was marrying a divorced Catholic woman and that the McCourt family had duped him. Because, I, I mean, well, listen, I mean, you know, Catholics have a line and they won't cross it. I mean, oh. you got to have rules, otherwise... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what are you in this for if you don't have rules? Cut it's to, disgusting. Cut to, cut to a photo of a priest with a herpes sore and then a, a little boy, a boy next to him with a herpes sore. Yes, absolutely. Bishop Valtrex, will you have something to say? <laughs> Cardinal Sin, go on. <laughs> so... He, he now officially refuses to put the, the marriage into the court records. Quote, no good can ever come from such a black deceit. So two months after the wedding, her father died, and some said it was uh, from remorse f- from lying to the priest. Was the doctor one of them? He passed away last night in his sleep. From what, what happened? <sighs> remorse. What? He passed away from, from remorse. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, no, thing? you could tell if you look at the. Yeah. Which part? Look how stiff the body is. He is. He's suffering that, from rigor mortis. I thought that just. <laughs> I thought that just happened. He doesn't. I took I blood. Didn't. If you look at the blood. Yep. Yeah, it's blood. Let's have a sip. No, what? That was a Are test. Are you really a doctor? Well, legally. Legally what? Legally, am I a doctor? Yeah. Medically or legally? How about both? I cannot answer both because of the oath. It's called the both oath. <laughs> so, can I, I ask you, you to look leave. in that direction for yes. the comet? Oh, my God. Baby Tabor avoided reading bad press and was now uh, being called the Silver Queen. He wanted to get the governor's nomination. He didn't get it. And he got in, started getting into public fights with his right-hand man, Bill Bush, and then he fired him and replaced Bill with Baby Tabor's brother, Peter. He would uh, have given the job to his son, but his son was siding with his mom in the divorce, and in a couple of years, Horace would completely sever ties with Maxie, saying, quote, he is no son of mine. Okay, went well then. Smart switch. It all worked out. This just, but this, honestly, this just seems like classic middle-aged Politics. crisis divorce shit. Well, yeah. Baby now expected to be part of Denver society, but she did not get one call from the elite women. They moved into one of the fanciest mansions, but were still slighted. Yeah. 
It seems smaller than the other one, but I think it's in a better place. Can, will you Zillow that property real quick? I'm curious. Where <laughs> I'm I mean, sure it's, it's one of those there. things, too, where it's like her life is phenomenal as yeah. far as like affluence and yeah, but it's she just, wants more. She wants the socialite acceptance, yeah. and that's the thing where you're like, you don't have the yeah. status. But I would never, that would not fucking buy, I would be, no. I would be Beetlejuicing in that house all fucking day. 100%. Would not give a shit. Yeah. I'd just be in the fucking downstairs like, boo, I don't care. Yeah. I'd just be watching below deck marathons, eating you know, fucking smart pop. Who fucking gives a shit? You know what I would never do if I had that kind of money? Huh. Remake the Warriors as a musical. Not gonna take my shot. <laughs> Not gonna take my shot. So she's just getting slighted by all the women. Uh, she wasn't brought into high society. She didn't get to do all the charity work and the rich, the stuff the rich ladies did. <laughs> That's so funny. That, yeah. Uh huh. She was unable to do charitable work. No, well, with them. <laughs> I know the but, fancy charitable. But let work. me guess, she didn't do any charitable work. No, she did. Oh, fucking. Well, asshole. she. She didn't. She wanted the accolades of doing it with all the. You know what I mean? Yes, that like, I know exactly what you mean. More soup, person who's on rough times. Cheese. Yeah. Uh, there were many rumors and gossip about her past, and she spent money on clothes and jewelries and parties. She did donate to a ton of charities. She paid rent for two offices for women's suffrage leaders in uh, Denver. So she's doing stuff. Yeah, I back off. Uh, the family, isn't this the first state to pass women's suffrage, or was that another one? Oh, that was Wyoming? That was Wyoming? Boy, did that place fucking boomerang, huh? <clears throat> the family lived large and were often featured in national magazines. They had hundreds of Peacocks on their lawn. Jesus Christ. Hundreds. That's insane. Hundreds. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. We overbought. Just, just push them aside. Just push through them. Do you have a yard? Well, yes, but Where it's... Where is it? Under the peak... <laughs> sorry. 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 Oh, God. Run. It's mating season. Run. You're covered in feathers. Run. Oh, oh. I wanted a dog. <laughs> uh, they also had a bunch of nude statues, but their rich neighbors were so offended by them that Baby had a dressmaker fit them all with dresses. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. So they invented funny. mannequins? Yeah. Basically. Real dresses on statues. We need more statues with real clothes yes. on them. Yes. For sure. Uh, the Tabers were said to spend about $10,000 a week on parties, traveling, and whatever else. Jesus Horse Christ. keeps running for governor and losing. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
So neither one of them are getting what they want anymore because they met each other, basically. Right. It's perfect. On July 13th, 1884, Baby had a daughter named Lily. The christening outfit cost $15,000. Jesus Christ. It's $460,000 today. (laughs) What the fuck? Kill kill the baby. I don't know what else to do anymore. What are you talking about? (laughs) You're too pro-choice. You over pro choice. You can get them until they're two. David. Two years old, then that's it. (laughs) That's how we should negotiate with them. You know what, you guys. (laughs) That's how we negotiate with the right. Okay, you say conception, I say when they're two and a half years old. That is an actual child. That is is literally a human life, sir. Well, I guess we disagree. Supreme Court Justice David Anthony under more fire this evening. (laughs) I guess meet me in the middle. For his opinion, the children can be aborted up to five. (laughs) (sighs) Next election, we will change that. (laughs) We have to burn down courthouses. But surprisingly... She was a hands-on mom. No nanny. In 1888, she had a son. He only lived a few hours. Uh, But then she had an alive daughter in 1889. I don't know if that's the medical term. It is. The doctor grabs and goes, holy shit, this one's alive. This one's going to be fun. Until, (laughs) unless you want to abort it. Get the, no, sir, sir. There you go. Sir, get the gown. (laughs) This one's going to be around. Uh, this one, this baby was named Rose. They nicknamed her Honeymaid, but most people called her Silver. So this one got nicknamed Silver. So there's okay. another Silver Tabor, which they started calling her Mom. Now they're calling the baby Silver. Okay. Uh, Silver's diaper pins had diamond tips. I'd be in there, like, <laughs> just, like, sifting through it, like, well, there's uh, diamonds in that pool. <laughs> A diamond diaper. (laughs) Baby drove around Denver in the carriage, openly nursing her as a fuck you to the elite. (laughs) She she completely stopped traveling with Horace so she could be with the kids all the time. At their peak, the Tabors are one of the richest five families in America. He was called Denver's grand old man and she the silver queen. People wrote poems about Baby's beauty, her soft complexion, her strawberry blonde curls, her blue eyes, and her personality. While she didn't make friends with the elites, she was friends with actors and actresses from the Grand Opera House. Okay. So she was traveling in a different sort of famous circle. We get it. It's old money. It's fucking old money versus new money, right? Right. The classic who gives a shit. They're all rich thing. The first mine that Horace ever bought, the Matchless, had made him over $9 million. He kept investing more and spending and starting companies, which needed more investment to get going. He started doing risky deals, Uh-oh. and these were leading to no profit. Between 1883 and 1893, he, it seemed like he could do no wrong, though. And then 1993 comes, and there's a financial panic. And the silver market is erratic, and President Cleveland calls a special session of Congress 
and may repeal the Sherman Silver, Silver Purchase Act of 1890, oh, no. and the U.S. goes on the gold standard. So the silver market is fucking over overnight. It's done. Okay. Horace's mortgage properties were screwed. He had not... Everyone had been telling him to diversify for years. He had not diversified at all. You all, I, we talk about that on the show all the time. Diversify your portfolio. Don't just it. do silver. <laughs> Mainly, but not only. Uh, so he is absolutely destroyed. He's ruined. Baby does not leave him as their fortunes plummeted, as everyone thought she would. Right. Uh, she also had to deal with lawsuits and mortgages and debts because a lot of the stuff had been in her name, too. Okay, nice. So he gives her power of attorney because he's having to leave town to deal with stuff all the time, and he gives her power of attorney to deal with all the stuff in town. So it's just basically, it's a shit show. Right, it's the Feinstein deal. Quote, I have no idea... Yeah. <laughs> Except still a senator because America is... The best country on the world. Best country in the world. Oh. Name one better. Five, four, three, two, done. All. Go. Sorry, you didn't make it. <laughs> he said, quote, I have no idea about our affairs except by your telegrams. She offered him her jewels so he could sell them. The electricity was shut off in the mansion for a lack of payment. Jesus Christ. They're now, living, they're now living by candlelight. Oh, my God. Get a smaller what? She asked her brother Peter to help save the opera house, but he refused. They never spoke again. Hmm. The mansion was foreclosed on. Everything inside was repossessed or sold. So they rented a cottage. Uh, Horace was 65 years old and had to get a job shoveling slag from mines for $3 slag? a day. What I think it's just like, it's like the sloppy stuff, right? The, it's all because they wet everything down and then they... Slag is just I think so, right? Mine rush. How many guys are miners? Who's a miner? This is Boulder, yeah? Anyone a slagsman? Yeah. You know what slag is? Smelt huh? down the ore? Okay. It's so mine it's, poop. It's mine it's mine poop. It's the waste material left over after you do some yeah. smelting. Yep. Smelt whoever's. I yeah. smelt earlier. Stop it. They have to move out of the cottage. They live in cheap rooms. Baby's doing all the domestic work, obviously. Augusta moved to Pasadena, California, and dies in February eighteen ninety five. She dies wealthy and respected, but she dies alone. Not willingly. <laughs> Ma'am, you're dying. <laughs> Not willingly. Stop. <laughs> Pull the plug. Not willingly. Shh. Not willingly. She leaves $1.5 million to Maxie. Maxie is now far more wealthy than his dad, Horace. The people who had called Baby a gold digger said she would leave him now, but she never, ever did. She tried to, uh, few tried to help the Tabors, though. But finally, in 1898, Horace was appointed postmaster of Denver, and they moved to an ordinary suite in the Windsor Hotel and got by on a salary of 3700 a year. That's the hotel that was, they tried to base the castle? The one that says Windsor on it. That's the one they moved Someone's to. come around. Yeah. You, so you do acknowledge that that did say Windsor on it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Is that because you... Okay. It's, it'll be part of the lawsuit. I'm suing. Just was strange for you to not notice that before. She pointed um, that out to you. But Horace's he health is just shot. After years of partying, followed by years of poverty and manual labor, it had just done a job on him, and he developed acute appendicitis. 
He converted to Catholicism at the very end, and then he died on April 10th, 1899. I fucking hate that shit. You want it, Mike? They did that to my grandmother. My hundred percent gonna be my religious move. asshole. Uncle. I'm gonna just what? guess now. I'm gonna, choose God. I will. That's what I'll do. It's bullshit. I'm gonna spend my whole life not doing it, and then and right then on my it. death. Yeah, just in case. Just might happen. Well, because then what if it is right? But what if you? What if it happens, and then they're like, "Oh, you made the worst fucking mistake ever." I'll be like, "They just lied to me at the end. I was an old, <laughs> confused man, sir." But if I'm up there and they're like, "Well, I don't know. You didn't go to church ever," I'd be like, "But at the, right at the end, though, I was like, oh, whoops, yeah. May I please be in the cloud party?' I mean, excuse me, someone's got the wristband." <laughs> Pardon me. No, not that one. So about 10,000 people came to see him, pay their respects at the state capitol. Baby is just 45 years old. She did housework and other odd jobs to support herself and her daughters. She moved them to Leadville. Her brother, Peter, helped her by paying her grocery bill, but made sure she didn't know. <laughs> How? What? Because she was mad with him because he didn't help at right. the end. She was like, boy, these well, groceries. Had... I'll tell you, say what you will about this economy, but groceries have never been cheaper. <laughs> They're basically free. Well, back then, you would just run a tab and pay it at the end of the month. Man, imagine if that system existed now. Which brings us back to the electronic checkout. <laughs> Just take it. Just go at it. You buy five peaches, bring up three. And then if they come into, I'm old, I don't know, even if you're in your 20s. Oh, what? I tried to ring them up. Bring your own bags. Go ahead. Baby tried to find an investor for the matchless mine to get it going again. And then she started working at the mattress again while living in the mine's 12 by 16 tool shed. She lived in the shed? Her mother was like, don't you, holy <laughs> fuck, no. The owners let her work there and stay there because the mine was worthless at this point. Okay. It had all been mined out. Her daughter, Lily, obviously hated it and left. Moving to Wisconsin to live with her grandmother, uh, she never spoke to Baby again. Uh, did she go to Oshkosh? Uh, I think so, yeah. Her grandma uh, probably said she was as cute as a leprechaun in her Oshkosh bagosh pants. <laughs> no context wanted? Nope. Okay. Silver, was, uh, Silver was a tomboy. She loved working in the mine. She was also a poet and a songwriter, and she wrote a song about Teddy Roosevelt. Who and didn't? When, and when he came to visit, she got to sing it to him. Oh, my God. Oh, my bully. Bully. What a lovely tune. Uh, but. Have her killed and stuffed. What? Ah, bully. So she became a party girl in Leadville and starts drinking a lot. So Baby sends her to Denver to get away from the crowd she was hanging out with, but her life continues to spiral. And oh then Silver moves to Chicago. Silver moved to Chicago to try to be a writer. It doesn't pan out. She told Baby she was going to join a convent, and Baby never saw her again. She got occasional letters, and then Silver started doing drugs, and then hard drugs, and she was on a burlesque show for a time, and... 
Yeah. Okay. That's some hard living. Her live-in boyfriend killed her one night by pouring scalding water on her. Jesus fucking Christ. This, doesn't, this, this took a dark turn, this story. I'm just glad I didn't make my Little Mermaid joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sometimes... Uh... She's 35. Baby Doe, or Baby Tabor, sorry, denied the story when she read it in the paper. She said Silver was in a convent. Baby lived in the converted tool shed at the mine for 35 years. Holy fuck. Jesus. How old is she? 90? She's lived quite a life. She's, she lived till she was old. Um, very old. She refused charity. She traded ore for supplies, not realize, realizing the shopkeepers pitied her and the ore was completely worthless. As was the mine. cute. Her thoughts became paranoid and delirious over time. That'll happen to all of us. She had no income and she wrapped her feet in burlap sacks. I've done that. If sick, she would use turpentine and lard. Well, that's not far away from where we are now. <laughs> oh, no. If, did you if, listen you to... saw, if you saw the email my dad sent me today. Oh, yeah. Or, the, or you listen to last Rogan. Yeah. What? So, turpentine. Jamie, look up turpentine. I think it's really good. Right there. It's, gotta... lowering, it's lowering myocarditis. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a connection to burlap and myocarditis. You're not giving turpentine to babies? What is wrong with these people? Jesus Christ. They're turpentine toddlers. Uh, locals would give her the basic necessities to get by, but she sent back any food and clothing because that was charity and she wouldn't More take More turpentine? That I'll take. And then a movie came out about her life in 1935. Whoa. The promoters offered to pay her expenses to come to the Denver premiere. Jesus Christ. She refused to go and never saw the movie. Wow. Some friends tried to talk her into suing the movie producers, but she wouldn't. She said she didn't need the money because the matchless was going to start producing. The movie led to people sending her letters. Some contained money, which she kept because she did not consider that charity. It was a gift. A snowstorm hit on February 20th, 1935, and it went on for days. Afterwards, locals did not see the smoke coming from her chimney, so they went to check on her. So there wasn't a new her. Like a pope. She was dead. And no smoke meant there was not a new baby She was dead. Yeah. Is he miked? I don't know what's happening. I don't understand it. Is it like the acoustics where he is? It's loud. Did he bring like a director's megaphone from the 20s? He could be. Or he could have like one of those old like... What's his deal? I don't know. It's not okay. It's weird. It's certainly bizarre. I would not want to live with him. I do not want... Yeah, imagine living with him. No. I might get up early tomorrow, but I'll be quiet. Shh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay. Just going to make some coffee real quick. Yeah. Honey, have I told you I love you? Here's. More wine. <laughs> on March 7th, they found baby. She had frozen to death on the cabin floor. That's it. That's the story of baby Tabor or baby Doe. What a strange life. Uh, most of this came from Women of the Old West by Richard Etulane. 
and then a bunch of other like what's news, the lesson, newspapers Dave? and whatnot. What? What's the lesson? What's the lesson? Yeah. Party, man. <laughs> Party while you, you can, say that's bros. The lesson. Yeah. Drink turpentine as much as you can. Yeah. Ivermectin, all the stuff that works. I kept saying if she had taken ivermectin, she would not have frozen to death. All right. But no one listened to me. No one listened to me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that was an ending, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to think what, what the takeaway is. I mean, I mean the it, takeaway it's, it's strange, is... It's strange to live a life where the goal is to be taken care of and then to achieve it, but then at the end, she sort of reverts to nothing. Well, she worse than what she had before. She was in abject poverty at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's what I mean. She kind of gives away everything. Then you see what happens to kids raised in abject poverty. It's a much harder, right? Those girls have a much harder time and yeah. don't live very long. But everyone else who's rich gets to keep doing their shit. And if you're attractive, you get... You're attractive, you get stuff. Although Silver was pretty hot when she was young. Yeah. I mean, they were all hot. You saw them. Those ladies were H-O-T hot. Gonna need you to relax. Um, well, no, if I may, you don't look like I think an idiot. the lesson is that a life uh, pursued with the goal of being rich kind of uh, there's no real value in it. Except, except when you get to be rich and just destroy people's lives. Yeah, but if that is your goal, then that's my goal. Sorry, I'm getting a really. Does anyone have a leave? Um, yeah, but it, it's sort of like, it's like a fool's errand a little, I didn't hear any of that. You're it's kind of a fool's you. errand a little bit, right? Um, yeah, I mean... Except now, I mean, because now... But even well, when you think of, like, the, the class we have now of the psychotic billionaires, like, I don't think, I mean, they're certainly not stressed. They're not, well, no. I don't no. think they're Most happy, are. and I think in the next, you know, couple Once decades, you, it'll be... He fucked up, because if he had just, like, diversified and not expanded yeah, himself... Yeah, or just chilled... But, it's you know... The, I mean, can you imagine a billionaire, like, going all in on something and having no clue and then losing a shitload of it? You can't. When publicly displaying how fucking stupid he is when... X! Yeah. <laughs> we thank you guys so fucking much for coming out. Uh, for real. Thank you. Appreciate it. Gobble, gobble. Thank you for whoever bought this drink. And uh, we love you. Thank you, guys. <laughs>